Mountain climbing is comprehended dimly, if at all, by most of the non-climbing world. It's a favorite subject for bad movies and spurious metaphors. A dream about scaling some high, jagged alp is something a shrink can really sink his teeth into. The activity is wrapped in tales of audacity and disaster that make other sports out to be trivial games by comparison. As an idea, climbing strikes that chord in the public imagination most often associated with sharks and killer bees. It is the aim of this book to prune away some of this overgrown mystique, to let in a little light. Most climbers aren't in fact deranged. They're just infected with a particularly virulent strain of the human condition. In the interest of truth in packaging, I should state straight away that nowhere does this book come right out and address the central question, why would a normal person want to do this stuff head on? I circle the issue continually, poke at it from behind with a long stick now and then, but at no point do I jump right in the cage and wrestle with the beast directly, mano a mano. Even so, by the end of the book, I think the reader will have a better sense not only of why climbers climb, but why they tend to be so obsessive about it. I trace the roots of my own obsession back to 1962. I was a fairly ordinary kid growing up in Corvallis, Oregon. My father was a sensible, rigid parent who constantly badgered his five children to study calculus and Latin, keep their noses to the grindstone, fix their sights early and unflinchingly on careers in medicine or law. Inexplicably, on the occasion of my eighth birthday, this strict taskmaster presented me with a pint-size ice axe and took me on my first climb. In retrospect, I can't imagine what the old man was thinking. If he'd given me a Harley and a membership in the Hell's Angels, he couldn't have sabotaged his paternal aspirations any more effectively. By the age of 18, climbing was the only thing I cared about. Work, school, friendships, career plans, sex, sleep, all were made to fit around my climbing, or, more often, neglected outright. In 1974, my preoccupation intensified further still. The pivotal event was my first Alaskan expedition, a month-long trip with six companions to the Aragetch Peaks, a knot of slender granite towers possessed of a severe, haunting beauty. One June morning at 2.30 a.m., after climbing for twelve straight hours, I pulled up onto the summit of a mountain called Xanadu, the top was a disconcertingly narrow fin of rock, likely the highest point in the whole range, and ours were the first boots ever to step upon it. Far below, the spires and slabs of the surrounding peaks glowed orange, as if lit from within, in the eerie night-long dusk of the Arctic summer. A bitter wind screamed across the tundra from the Beaufort Sea, turning my hands to wood, I was as happy as I'd ever been in my life.